and welcome to the next episode of If Not Us, where we talk about important social issues with the real humans that are fighting hard for, for change. I am your host, Eric Fakus, and today we're talking about flipping Georgia blue. To do so, I have the pleasure of speaking with Sarah Ackerman. Hey, Sarah. Hello. Thanks for having me. Absolutely. So uh, Sarah is the senior content strategist and copywriter at the nonprofit marketing agency, Media Cause, where I've gotten to know her well. But um, for today's purposes, and more importantly, uh, Sarah is a Georgian who worked and uh, volunteered on the election in various capacities over the last couple months. So perfect uh, person to speak with about flipping Georgia Blue. So first of all, welcome, Sarah. How are you doing today? I'm good. Um, I, I'm good and I'm excited uh, that like the big election is done. Um, our hand recount should be done soon. Um, so the kind of national spotlight will fade away and then we can actually like focus on our not one but two Senate runoffs. It'll come right back. It'll come right back. Yep. So uh, to get started, I thought it'd be just a good background to ask a little bit more about what you were doing over the last couple of months. I know you were doing a, a whole bunch of different volunteer stuff, but we'd love to just yeah. talk more about that. Uh, so I did um, a bunch of postcarding. Uh, that was really good for like election anxiety of at least you got to like do stuff and everybody likes to get mail. So it was a really nice, fun thing uh, through postcards for voters on the national level. Um, and then uh, George Democrats actually had a, a nice little local regional postcarding thing going on. So did a bunch of postcarding, uh, a lot of text banking, um, sent out thousands of texts through a couple different organizations, a handful of people saying not so kind things. But for the most part, like people were very open and welcoming and uh, shared really nice stories of like their experience uh, being a Democrat in the Deep South. Um, and then also took declarations with Fair Fight Action. So Fair Fight Action is an organization that Stacey Abrams founded after she uh, was robbed of the governor's race a few years ago. And uh, it's all about like voter protection and um, kind of eliminating voter suppression. So people will write in, give stories, and then I would talk to them and take their like legal declarations. I'm not an attorney. Uh, so an attorney would actually look at it. And then with that, they would work to file the lawsuits to like fix the problems in Georgia, which was um, kind of depressing at times because like you'd hate to see people struggle to like just vote but uh, really empowering and sweet to see so many people come together to like fight for good change. Very cool well that sounds like an exciting couple of months and uh, so you obviously had uh, a vested interest as a, a Georgian but as someone that worked on the election as well so um, the, the first question for you I think you know from our perspective my perspective as a Democrat California, um, quite uh, excited and surprised a, a bit to see Georgia flip blue in this past uh, election. Um, and just curious whether, you know, with all the work that you did, did you, was there a surprise on, on your end and amongst your peers as well? There was a lot of hope, um, but Georgia's always going to Georgia and like blow it in the fourth quarter and just lose it at the last minute. So while we were seeing the absentee ballots and the mail-in ballots like tick up, um, there were a lot of folks that stayed up till 4.30 in the morning just waiting for it to flip because we knew what counties they were coming in from. They're predominantly blue counties. Uh, so we were hopeful, but I went to bed because I was like, I mean, I'm not going to lose a night of sleep on this. Like we're probably, it might not happen. It'll take a while. Yeah. 
Yeah. And then it did. And uh, when I woke up the next day, I think I cried multiple times of just like, I can't believe it. And then it goes to a recount. So hopefully today, like there'll be another, like we did it. So um, it's been really nice getting to celebrate and then celebrate again. And then probably one more time. Uh, but yeah, we had hope. Um, but I, I was still surprised. Yeah. yeah understandable. Um, so what do you think the biggest factors were for, for Biden's victory? If you had to pin it on a few things. Um, there were four organizations uh, that were instrumental and in, I believe getting around 800,000 people registered to vote. Wow. So um, they were all led by black women. It is like a Georgia stand up new Georgia project, which Stacey Abrams also had founded before um, uh, fair fight action. Uh, what is another one? Um, Pro Georgia. There's a bunch that are just uh, out there knocking on doors sending out like the right kind of flyers to the right folks and doing all of that sort of work to get the people like uh, who normally wouldn't even turn out for an election registered and then get their vote counted. Right. Um, well, that v voter turnout is huge. Obviously, I think we hear quite a bit throughout the country that the more people vote, the more likely it is that, that Democrats win. Um, so with, with that in mind, there's the excitement continues in Georgia. Obviously, you mentioned we have two runoffs. Uh, both Senate seats are, are up for runoff with John Ossoff and, and Reverend, Reverend Warnock. Um, what do you think the, the chances are for both of them to, to win? It's a, like, I'm hopeful. Uh, like, there's great momentum, but it, like, it, it's Georgia. Uh, Warnock specifically uh, had a very, I don't want to say he had an easy... Uh, first round in November, but there were 20 candidates on his race. Wow. So in the primary. Knew, yeah. For the, well, it wasn't, the, uh, I guess technically it was the primary, um, but the, the vote in November, early November. Um, so it was, uh, he, he was the clear front runner for the Democrats. So it was just left to uh, between uh, Doug Collins and Kelly Leffler to battle it out. Had anybody gotten above 50, 51% of the vote, they would have won outright. So they were all battling, but they knew it was going to go to a runoff. So he kind of coasted through without a bunch of uh, negative ads and any sort of bad press and uh, Leffler and Collins fought it out. So he, now he's prepared. He has a very adorable commercial out with like stepping on a crack and eating pizza with fork and knife and claiming Kelly Leffler is going to say he hates puppies. Um, and he's got the most perfect beagle in it. It's adorable. <laughs> Um, so that one we knew was probably going to head to a runoff and we're hopeful. And like he preaches at MLK church, like it's, he's the perfect candidate for Georgia. Um, Ossoff, I don't know. We were shocked to hear that that race was going to go. Like, I don't want to say I didn't believe in him. I was very hopeful, but Purdue is just a, a nice long time, uh, public servant of the state. So I wasn't expecting him to, to go away, but Hooray. Like we, I was, uh, very excited to see that dip below 50%. And that meant we were there, like we had another opportunity. Right. right. Well, it's really tough to defeat uh, incumbents, uh, especially those that were elected opposed to appointed like Loeffler. Right. Um, so with that in mind, hopeful, but, um, you know, fingers crossed, uh, nail biting a, a bit. Um, you know, what are the things that, uh, that Georgians can do to, to get involved if, if they're looking for uh, another Democratic sweep in, in the runoff? What, what can people do over the next couple months? 
There are a lot of organizations that need volunteers. A new Georgia project is actually hiring full-time employees right now uh, to help get the vote out. Um, but there's like there's all the traditional opportunities of postcarding, of phone calls, of text banking. Obviously, with COVID, door knocking's a little touch and go. Um, also, just donating, uh, either donating to the campaigns directly or to any of the organizations that are trying to get more voters registered. Um, there was actually, uh, within the last few years, the laws have changed where you can register to vote. Um, there's an extended deadline. So if you weren't eligible to vote in the primary or in the November election, but you can vote in the runoff, you can still register to do that. So there's still more work to be done to get like the 17 turning 18 year olds on the rolls. So that's exciting and fun. Yeah. Um, I've seen a lot of like activity drop in Georgia for a little bit, uh, but it's clear that once the national race is called, then everything's going to shift and we'll be busy again. So it's exciting and exhausting. Yeah. What do you know what the deadline is to register for vote to vote? Um, it's either December 7th or 11th. I can't remember off the top of my head. Um, but, uh, it's been fun to remember all of the dates because, uh, since Georgia has such a, a long registration period, like they've got the cutoff or very, very early. Um, it's another one of their fun, like voter suppression tactics that you can't do it same day. Uh, so they are, yeah. So I think it's December 7th. I could be wrong. Okay. Sooner well, the better. Yeah. We'll, we'll clarify that date and, and put it up, uh, here uh, on the screen when we publish this. And we'll also put those four URLs up for the organizations that you mentioned. If anyone listening does want to get involved, we'll make sure to share those, those URLs. So someone doesn't have to rewind and then go search to, to try to find them. Yeah. Um, so what about, People like me, uh, you know, Democrats across the country, can we do anything? Like, uh, obviously, yes. donating is is legal and encouraged. Yes. Um, but what, what can we do? Um, you can do a lot of the same stuff. Uh, so Fair Fight Action uh, has a specific site dedicated to their out-of-town volunteers. Um, I think they want the folks in Georgia uh, to do more like boots on the ground types of voter registration, going out to, to public places, stuff like that. And obviously we're not going to ask anybody to come visit right now. Uh, but doing the phone banking, the text banking, the um, just reaching out to anybody that you know, reaching out to folks on social media that you might know in Georgia. Like if you, if you know and love someone in Georgia, like it's not offensive to, to check in on them and be like, are you okay? Please keep voting, um, which is exciting. Uh, like I never thought I'd be a swing state voter. I've lived here for 11 years. We've been red the entire time. And now to have all of this attention, it's just like, oh, this is, this is new. So it's been fun. Yes. It's been fun for all of us to, to watch. Uh, I'm sure more fun for you on the ground and it's got to feel good um, for someone that puts in a lot of work uh, on this and, and to see that come to fruition and, and see the, the state uh, flip blue. So a uh, huge thank you to, to you and all of the volunteers uh, like you that, that did a, a whole lot of work over the last uh, couple of years and, and months leading up to the election. It, it truly takes an army. I've, got, uh, I've made stronger friendships despite not being able to see people for the last few months um, by like uh, talking about what are you doing to get the vote out and whether it's making calls on behalf of the ACLU, doing stuff through any of the like Fair Fight New Georgia Project um, any of those organizations or just like, uh, chatting about like what Etsy dealer do you get your postcards from? And like, everybody knows something different and they're all willing to share. And it's just been very, uh, it's been very sweet to see such a big community come together on a national stage. 
Very cool. Well, uh, thanks for the time today, Sarah. We're we're out of we're out of time. Uh, really, really helpful to hear from the front lines, the insights, and uh, the recommendations and tips for for people inside of Georgia and outside of Georgia that want to to get involved. So, so thank you for sharing. Thank you. And thanks to everybody for listening. Um, until next time. If you'd like to uh, suggest a, a, a guest or a topic, we'll have a, a Twitter handle on the screen. You can talk to us about anything. Um, and uh, remember, change belongs to, to all of us. Um, don't wait for someone more powerful than, than you to take care of things. Uh, it's really on us. And if not us, then who? If not when? Uh, if not now, then, then when? So uh, until next time, thanks for, for tuning in.